Happy spring, everyone, and welcome back to the 1111 pod, where we attempt to break down social media trends for parents and anyone working with tweens and teens. Try to keep you current. Help us all stay up on the fast-changing social media landscape. I'm Sandy Heiser, AP at Westview Middle School. This is Mark Heiser, Assistant Principal at Loveland High School. You sound very peaceful, Mark Heiser. Eh, Sort of getting into the groove of it. We just finished our other previous podcast dealing with... Uh, three night? Fortnight. Third night. Fortnight. Okay. Yeah. Before we get into today's topic, I thought um, we could introduce a possibly a new segment to the pod. Mm, we're going to wait to see what the reaction is. You know, how our listeners feel. Our fans. Yeah. Our peeps. <laughs> I thought we could call it This Month in Actual School <clears throat> and maybe discuss a common problem or theme prevalent recently. Just a quick anecdote to illustrate a point that might be useful to our listeners. This month in actual school? I thought it had a good uh, catchy ring to it. The theme is, and tell me if you've ever heard of this, kids using phones to embarrass friends. Like an injury on the playground, dumb videos posted to tease and embarrass. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. <clears throat> so we did those things, you know, parties and sleepovers and things like that. But there wasn't phones and there wasn't social media. Thank right? goodness. Sure, sure. But uh, I remember having a talk with my student council about, uh, remember the toothpaste analogy and you can... Squeeze out the toothpaste. It's like rumors and yeah. bad things, but you can never get the toothpaste back in the... But it feels like with social media, it's like toothpaste. It's like a crop duster of toothpaste <laughs> all over the world or like a satellite toothpaste bomber. That can never go back in the tube ever. Right. And the effects are so much far more far-reaching. I'll come back. To, I'll yeah, yeah. figure out the analogy. Please do. Okay. So is it okay to videotape or like, what's well, not even videotape anymore, but yeah, is it okay to take video of your friend being silly? Like, how do we delineate when? What if your friend is hurt? Like if they fell on the blacktop? And what if you post something with your friend's permission, but then maybe they change their mind and ask you to take it down later? Do you delete it if they ask you to? Yeah, but it's already too late potentially because, right, screenshots and, right, I can forward it on before it gets deleted and... But then how do we have have that talk with our friends about that stuff? And do we want to be the person whose go-to move is to take video that I can tease someone with later, right? Is that is that my path? Yeah, those are all good questions that we are grappling with. And this month in actual school. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about digital addiction. <sighs> That's not even a thing. Like, is it a thing? How real is this? If you work in a school, chances are you have seen evidence that it is real. <laughs> that was a script malfunction. That is my fault. That is, I'm, I'm owning that completely. Uncertain if it's an actual uh, medical condition, but evidence of a problem exists. We do see evidence of addictive behaviors. Maybe we're not ready to say, kids are addicted, but we certainly see behaviors that are similar to those of a person addicted to something. So some mental health experts are beginning to notice some of the same behaviors with regard to smartphones and devices. So what are those behaviors? What might we see that actually could be a red flag? Well, maybe constant increase in time spent on on things. Um, And then when that behavior or consumption uh, is, is consuming to the detriment 
of, of other important things in our lives, right? So that opportunity cost and what aren't we doing uh, instead of, uh, you know, consuming screen time. Yep, when the consumption or the behavior interferes, say, with grades, schoolwork, yeah. sleep, or family time, fitness, anything important to our health and well-being. So we might see those uh, like sneaky behaviors. We've talked before about uh, parents trying to set limits and then uh, students, young people, finding, t finding ways around it um, in secret, waking up in the middle of the night, um, grounded the child from devices. Um, hey, man, can I borrow your phone? I just need to... You know, um, hey, can I go to the library? And next thing you know, at lunch, right? So, and as school administrators, we've seen the gamut: kids who are hiding under the covers from parents so they can watch YouTube or play games late at night. Then they fall asleep all day in school. Kids whose parents confiscate all the devices at bedtime, and the child even sneaks into their bedroom after they've gone to sleep and takes them back. Yeah. I mean, we've talked to kids who have told us. That they've done that and we've we've talked to parents kind of frazzled like geez i don't know how to keep these away you know i have to sleep right how can i stay up all night and stop this and we're going to give you some of those we have found some of those so we will include those in this podcast here are some numbers we found we've got a couple of articles that we'll tell you about that you can go find on your own after this podcast this was an npr article five things to know about screen time right now we also got some research from our favorite, Common Sense Media. 2.25 hours is the total average screen time spent worldwide. So that's the worldwide average. I would say I'd bet it's higher for kids in the United States, perhaps, when it's, you know, when it's average worldwide, maybe it ends up a little lower. 48 minutes per day on a, on handheld devices. And that number, the handheld device number, is on the constant increase. And up to nine hours per day consuming of media of all types. So that could be TV, podcasts, yeah. phone, social media. That's just nine hours of consumption, which is also worth knowing. And that's like grades, you know. So a B to some kid is great, and for some other kid it's the, the worst thing ever. So the numbers are going to vary uh, you know, kid by kid, and some, some of those numbers are super conservative, and some, you know, uh, aren't. Yeah. Well, let me throw in just a little bit more for you to think about no, right yeah. now. No, totally. It's a good idea. Let's think <laughs> Let's more. Let's think more. Industry insiders, whistleblowers from YouTube and Google, um, former employees, we're learning more about the techniques that the industry uses to promote these problematic behaviors. Those behaviors that the the and those parts of the of YouTube and the social media apps that are designed to keep us coming back, to make us believe we have to check our alerts, to update, to do all of that right now, or we'll be missing out. That mm -hmm. part is mm -hmm. the part that kind of bugs me because it is designed to keep people hooked. Digital manipulation is for sure a thing. Mm -hmm. And the more aware we can be on this, the better we can protect against it or outsmart it. Right. We still have to remember that that's how these, these platforms, these, uh, th that's how they make their money, right? How, how c I can brag as a CEO of one of these, you know, Facebook or, or Twitter. This is how much, uh, this is how many hours per person they spend. And then that's advertisers. Well, that's what I'm going to get for my money if I, if I uh, give money to Facebook and Twitter. And we, 
We do. We've got an incredible connection. Um, we've got opportunity, entertainment, information. Uh, and like, like many, many things, living too much in that world, and it throws it all, throws it all out, of, out of balance. And additionally, you're dealing with social media platforms, gaming and streaming platforms that have every incentive to entice you, to check your likes, your messages, your alerts, your comments, instead of doing homework or studying for that test or going to sleep. And you're a grown-up, and they can still get you. Yeah. Imagine a kid who doesn't have that self-regulation yet. And I think you were even talking about just research with, uh, you know, the extended time on Facebook and social media, you know, there's a link to depression and, you know, poor self-image and then it manifests itself as anxiety, sleeplessness, and, you know, of course, FOMO. Nice. Nice use of FOMO. Yeah. It means uh, fear of missing out. It sure does. Yeah. Well, our so Sophie has FOMO. She does. Our dog has that's, really bad That's FOMO. our dog. We see that a lot in middle school. My friends are everything. My friends are my whole world, and my phone or my device is my lifeline to them. So when you take my phone, it's so much more than grounding me. You're cutting me off from my whole life. And it'd be nice if it, if it ended in high school um, or, or in college or in adulting, but certainly worth a discussion about. Um, so when is that constant connection a positive, and then when does it become unhealthy? It's probably a little different for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's important to note that, well, at least, you know, here we, you know, in our household, perfectly balanced, super healthy. Uh, you know, we, we work hard at, uh, at that in the Heiser household. Big time. And I think we've achieved a really healthy balance in our own device usage that in no way interferes with our lives or relationships. No, no, not at all. But we want to be clear that we work in schools where kids use devices all day long. Um, your, your school district is one-to-one -one, and my school, like anything else has, uh, you know, a variety of iPads and Chromebooks. You and I, you know, we've got several devices and we appreciate the benefits of that tech and, and the ways it, it can enrich, uh, the classroom experience, um, efficiency, you know. Very much. And we also realize that young minds developmentally need help keeping that use and the incredible freedom the internet offers in check. I'm going to use a word no, no, here. No, yes. no, 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 don't. It's one of our favorite words. Switch off, turn it off right now. Turn <laughs> no. off the podcast. The word is intentional. Can we work with our kids to be intentional about their screen time? Teach it like any other skill. Cue the gong. Yes, 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 we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. So the first step is to be aware. Si, How about... Si se puede. Okay. How about a Sorry. challenge? Okay, challenge. An inventory. How much time do we spend per day on our device? What's our screen time total as individuals? And then maybe, I don't know, the total for our family. Maybe we keep track for a day or two. Are you, what are you talking about? Like all screen time? Phones? Social media? What, what, are you, what are you talking about? It could be any of those. It's up to you and what you're interested in tracking. Uh, okay. All right. So, so then what? What are you going to do with it? What's actionable about... Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yeah. You're going to use intentional. I'm going to use actionable. Here's, well, here's what I'm thinking. A follow-up pod to this pod, just in time for summer, about creating a plan for intentional digital usage for summer. Okay. Right? Uh, yeah, sure. What if I just want to hole up in the basement, play Fortnite all summer? 
Can't do it. You got to get outside. Anxiously awaiting the next follow-up pod. We'll see what we're going to do. We're going to talk a little bit about intentionality in the summertime. I think that was a song. Mm-hmm. We're going to have that right to you before, right before school gets out. What can people do to help us out in addition to personal screen time inventory? The, the piece, piece it, piece up. The PSTI. PSTI, which uh, another behavioral inventory. It's a personal screen time. Yeah. Your assignment for the next podcast hang in there come on is to try and have a i don't know a rough estimate of your screen time spent maybe your family's maybe the kids can do it as adults it's going to be really cool to have our own and take a look at it so any behaviors we want we can model for them and do with them it'll be received a lot better that way if you have time please go to itunes and give us a review we have a few now and the more we can get the easier it is to find our podcast so if you have time to give us a review, we, it would be most appreciated. Very appreciated, yes. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.